the intoxicating allure of youth crosses cultures and time. Whether it's a biological imperative, the search for eternal life, or just a horny dad going through a midlife crisis. In a portrait of pre-9-11 middle-class America that already feels antiquated, we get the latter, along with a slew of awards. Today on a problematic podcast, we discuss the 1999 film, American Beauty. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a problematic podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Gray, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite two American roses. I have Matt and Devin. Hi, guys. Hey, buddy. What up? And as always, we're joined by our on-air producer, Bap. Hi, Bap. What a labo. <laughs> Bap is <laughs> Bap is here to remind you guys to like, comment, subscribe, and share. We're here every Friday for your listening pleasures. And today, we're talking about one of my favorite movies of all time, Academy. I made everybody watch this. It's an Academy Award-winning movie. Um, And there's a whole lot wrong with it. We're talking about American Beauty. Have you guys seen this before we decided to do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. What? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. first, yeah. I'd have to say for doing this podcast for all the episodes we did, this will be the most viewed movie by our audience. It won five awards. Uh, best writing, best director. Best, it got best everything that year. Um, yes, because it's an amazing movie that has not aged well at all um i think we should just get into the the biggest issue with it the kevin spacey of it all i'm right so so is this movie problematic or is his him his actions problematic both okay you could see that weird rapey stare in his eyes throughout the entire movie that probably is uh has some basis in reality so you don't so. think he's a good actor you think that you're i think seeing, you're, you're seeing him and not a character is what you uh, think you're saying sometimes yeah well since i watched it speaking like, of thinking he's a good actor like recently oh for so. the first time yes yeah. i'm never i didn't see it when it came out right. before he became oh, wow. ultimately problematic it's this so movie was for us for our age we were we we're uh, about to be 40 or r40 i can't in 1999 you think that it was for our age absolutely no Oh, now so we see it now, and now we're guess we're uh, what's his name? We're Kevin Spacey's age. He's forty two. Right now, I think I think it's for for the angry middle aged people. Uh, like it, I think it's it speaks more to that. It's from the perspective of a middle aged person. Well, you can identify with a specific character. Yeah, huh? You can identify with individual characters who are in high school. Y'all, do yeah. y'all, y'all. Have we okay. stood right, outside right. of somebody's so window? So we'll go with a through. Camera? We'll go through. Absolutely. Who does everybody? Who does everybody uh, relate to in this movie? Bap, you go first. Oh, uh, uh nobody really. The, the every, king. Yeah. Well, you just the, said the you just said that <laughs> this king. movie was for for that, right? Like, like you know, it was for us, which which implies that I remember that you're relating feeling to it. like it was like a high school movie when I watched it. Yeah, this because is not. I a remember high feeling movie, right? that, yeah. and also saying this movie is amazing and all yeah. my friends loved it. So you don't relate to anybody. Daniel, do you? Um, at the time, I related to uh, Mina Savari's character because mm-hmm. I was pretty and thin and hot and everybody wanted to have sex with me. And you had um, a big forehead? <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, 
now I relate to Carolyn's character uh, mm-hmm. because I is it both the most over the top people in the movie. <laughs> well, she is me. Karen. Have you met she, Daniel? She's the embodiment, right? Of that's Karen. Yeah, no, that's fitting. Uh, uh, Devin, who do you? Well. If you don't say, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Okay. I don't relate to anyone. All right, so you're you're, yes, you're you Lester, yes. Lester Kevin Spacey uh, is is the answer. Okay, so I'm a let Jesus. No, I mean, but 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 that's that's my that's sort of yeah, the reason Lester, why I'm asking yes. that question. Creepy Kevin. That's why I'm asking that question <laughs> is because like the movie is from his perspective, and I would have never thought like what like Bap said that it was a movie about or for for younger people because right now. At like almost the age that he's supposed to be in that movie, uh, it feels so like, you know, like he has the strongest uh, or like the older people have the strongest points of view. Yeah. Uh, the younger people are clearly written by middle aged men, you know, like it, it's sort of like like they're pseudo intellectual, like, uh, you know, sort of uh, perspectives, which probably is what <laughs> high school kids really sound like. They're just repeating things that they heard Sound older cool. people say, you know, yeah. and, you know, maybe not in the correct context all the time. I well, mean, I'm with yeah. Bep. I saw this when I was in uh, when I think I was like 14 or 15. And I thought that I was like, oh, my gosh, the best what year was that? Oh, so now we know how old he is. So does so. it make so does it make you feel um, uh, that I actually have that in my notes is that a lot of people like this movie. Because it has like super super intellectual like uh, uh uh things to say or seemingly and it's very palatable it's easy like you know like it, like like they spell it out for you pretty fucking hard you know like they they actually say you know like a lot of the exposition uh they just say out loud you well, know? I'm surprised with the movie it's actually kind of long it's two hours and two minutes but every every moment right, yeah, every moment movie, is yeah. engaging every moment um yeah. It was supposed to be longer. There was 27 pages that were yeah. taken out of the, the so much. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, uh, Chris Cooper, the, uh, Frank, Frankie Fitz. There was supposed to be a scene of him in Vietnam and his gay lover died. Yeah. And I'm so glad they left that out because it was so much more eerie. Of I like, his I, I, like closeted, the, I like the uh, thought that oh, he's yeah, never up. acted on it. I think like, you know, he bottled it up up until that moment. He's never acted on it. I think like, you know, cause you don't know with the way that they ended up making the movie is right. you don't know if he's ever acted on that uh, impulse. Well, yeah, that's like he said, that's one of the things they took out. That right. was also a part of the reason when his son went into his safe, that that's why he beat the shit out of him. Right. Because he almost found there was a scene where he went back in the safe to check. And there was a picture <gasps> what? of him with, he oh. was like young and shirtless. Yeah. Uh, looking longingly at this guy next to him, and again, these are all things oh that are like so over. See, they could have put that in there. I like, I like, well, being left to thought, to think, you know, l- l- to my own thoughts when it comes to a movie like this. And you know, like if they spell every single thing out and they don't let you use your imagination at all, uh, it. it to me, kind of like weakens my experience, you know. So I'm happy they left uh, a lot of that out. Yes. Yeah, well, speaking of Chris Cooper's, uh, you know, very marine-like character, uh, he studied ballet at Stevens College in Columbia, which is kind of interesting because you see that character and you think, 
he is that person. <laughs> Cooper is a really he's, good actor. He's, 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 he's doing a ballet. really good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to the Kevin Spacey of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a lot of Kevin Spacey's movies because uh, I think he's a great actor. When I see this movie, I just see straight creepy Kevin Spacey. Like this did not age well for him because this is basically what his life is, except he does boys. And this movie, he was a creepy old man. Well, I think arguably trying to do less. Uh, le- his, ca- his lesser character is way less creepy than he is because he didn't ultimately act on it when uh, presented with that uh, opportunity. Uh, I mean, but. Uh, a lot of people probably want to do a lot of things and then don't. No, he said right? he's not wasting his time because she was a virgin. He's like, is that what nah, it was? Yeah, no, it made him feel guilty, and it I think did. that, and I think that the the real uh, uh, actor uh, did not feel guilty. You know, so he just no, went. he did not. So, Anthony Rapp said he got that ass. Well, the okay. she was the well, most look less excited what, when you say what? that. I know Anthony. Anthony is a good friend of mine. Doesn't matter. Act he, less excited when you say that. No, I will not. Because every time uh, this, I will so, not. this topic I've, comes I have, up, I have made fun of Anthony to his face about this topic. Okay. So I just mean the joy in your eyes when you talk about well, these about things. him not I'm just having sex. Got that ass. Well, yeah, the movie American Beauty refers to the uh, the Ameri- Rosa American Beauty, which was a rose from uh, 1885. Yeah. And it was known to rot at the roots and be gorgeous, a gorgeous flower that rots at the roots. But also a rose is something that is beautiful, but so common. And so many times in the movie, they say, you're just ordinary. You're ordinary. You're ordinary. And the most obvious rose, everyone's a rose, something that's beautiful, ordinary, rots at the roots. She was the most obvious rose, but it was revealed at the end when he didn't have sex with her that she wasn't a rose at all. She was something special. She, well, was she something special? I she don't, was. She was a virgin. She was I don't the, think that makes her special. Right. Well, in the eyes of I mean, the they, call, she, they call it deflowering for a reason. So, I mean, right. that could have been attributed to the rose. I mean, she was play acting this whole time. This whole thing is what right. She, she was, was doing something. That she saw adults act a certain way and she was just putting it on. To try to seem attractive and smart and, you know, like all the things that she deep down fears that she's really not. Well, I don't think she was trying to be smart. I think she was just trying to be hot and get. I mean, have, be, be she was repeating, she was repeating things that the that that uh, photographer said, you know, like uh, what, what was she saying that um, uh, there's nothing worse than being ordinary. Right. And. Like, that's something that, you know, people that kids hear and then they repeat, you know, because it sounds deep, but it's actually not deep at all. You know, like it like to a kid that sounds like a profound statement. It's obviously not profound at all that much like this movie. It as a kid, it this movie. Look, I I made everyone I used to sit and make because I got the DVD of this. I mean, everybody. Right. It what feels like an art film to people who yeah. don't it, yeah. know what DVD? art films are. Any, yeah. Shut up. Um, I made everyone in my family watch this movie. I made every single person. I was like, sit down. You're about to watch the greatest, deepest movie you've ever seen in your entire life. And and then they say they're going to the bathroom. You say, you want me to pause it? And they're like, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. 
No, we're good. We're good on that. The only person that oh. actually watched this movie um, was my sperm donor. I made him watch it. Um, and he... It made me think he was gay because he liked the Colonel the best. That um, is the best performance in the movie, probably. But he liked the Colonel until he kissed Kevin Spacey's character and he said and he felt a certain way. Then he felt yeah, a certain way because right. he said uh, everybody wants to do that. But you have to know. know Did he really say that? Yes. Everybody wants to kiss a dude like but everybody. No, being serious. Like that, that's yeah. what he said. Wow. Everybody wants to do that. But you just have to know in your conviction with God that yeah. you're not supposed to. And in my right, head, so I, mean, I was like, if you want to kiss a dude, you things are gay. a spectrum. Doesn't mean like, he's gay, but he's definitely gayer than me because I've never wanted to do that. It's never been an impulse that I've had to like drive backwards, uh, you know, wanting to like fucking kiss this dude. It's just it's not something that's ever crossed my mind in that situation. So see, and all I want to do is kiss dudes. I right. never wanted to kiss a girl. Yeah, ever, ever. I'm a platinum gay. Platinum. <laughs> Jesus. A platinum gay? Yeah. Because is that a real thing? Yes. A gold star gay is a gay that's never slept with a woman. Um, platinum gay, I was a C-section baby, and I've never done anything sexually with a woman. L- kissed them, had sex with them, nothing. It is never interesting. You've ever noticed, whenever he sits next to a woman, there's always four inches in between them. Yeah. He can't, it has to be, it has to be... Uh, you know, uh, a minimum of four inches between him and and touching. You don't the have bromance with women's with women. Bromances with women? Yeah. I mean, I have girlfriends. I have friends that are girls, but I don't. I would never. I never wanted to kiss a girl. I never wanted to sleep with a girl. I never. Like, we'll hug it out. Okay. The have end. Girl talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about boys all day. But when my sperm donor said that, I was like, I think he might be gay. And I think that's also another reason that this is one of my favorite movies. It let me know my sperm donor's gay. But when I watched it recently, I was like, this movie is not as deep as I thought it was. Oh. This is because when I was younger, I thought it was like the coolest. And then I watched it today. I was like, oh, this man is just having a midlife crisis. Right. That That's literally because what now the movie's we're the about. Age. And that's why like and that's why I, I think that like when you're young you think you understand what this movie's about. But then when you get older you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <Throw my leg. laughs> you just, I get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what this movie's about. It's not about the kids at all. It was like, it was like uh, I, I when I was watching I got a lot of vibes of like falling down with Michael Douglas. I, I have that. Yep, 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 yeah. Midlife uh, crisis just like it's just, wait, it, it's, I don't it's everything care except for shooting a place up. Yes. <laughs> it's falling down without the guns. Explain yes. this to me. I've never seen that movie. Never seen this movie? It's basically the same thing. Midlife kind of crisis thing, that turns violent. into uh, uh Michael Douglas uh Michael Douglas trying rifle. to have sex with a young girl? No, he just he just says fuck it one day. The movie's not about Lester trying to have sex with with a underage girl. It's about him having a full on uh, midlife crisis breakdown and that is the thing that that to him the last time he was probably single was dating 16 year olds you know like like he it's almost like a an arrested development that happens to he people s- that got married too young he saw her at the cheerleading thing she but that's he, not what the movie is about it's, it's a part her. of the movie what a terrifying woman he married 
Annette right. Benning. Yeah, oh, she did the fabulous. best job, maybe out of the jo- out of the whole fabulous. cast. Her and Chris Cooper brought on those performances real. On oh, that scene where she had the uh, meltdown after not selling the house, it was the first take. She they did one take and she nailed it. And she then they confirms. Didn't have to do she confirms else. like my decision to have not gotten married. Like <laughs> like 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 she's a terrifying person what, to wake beginning? up one morning and realize that you're that you're that you live with her. Good in, lord! In the beginning, uh, Lester's exhausting. looking out the window at her, and he's like, "I get exhausted just watching." Her. Exhaust. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it, she's. You see how her, uh, her her gardening prunes and her, her shoes match? That's not an accident. Wait, her her, her gardening clogs. Clogs. Her clogs. gardening yeah. clogs. <laughs> and then you got Scott Bakula as a gay neighbor. Um, Loved it. Was it a quantum leap or yeah. what was it? Yeah, quantum leap. Yeah. Oh boy, I know him from Looking, which is another show where he was gay in. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was a great show. There's nothing problematic about that show. What about? I'm going to say, Matt, I think you're giving Kevin Spacey's character too much credit in this. I think in like the most basest of forms, it is all about him trying to bang a high school girl. Right. I mean, so so you would say like it would not be uncommon for a person whose like relationship is failing start going to the gym. He was going to the gym because she said. That he would look better, right? More mm-hmm. attractive if he right. did this. And oh, he was trying right. to impress her. I know, he, I know. I'm, I'm taking, I'm poking at you. Right. Just taking shots at you. That's cool. That's yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> just creating the parallels. Digging, dig, you're just creating digging yourself a hole. Because <laughs> digging myself in a hole. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what he's trying to do? I mean. And he said no. His relationship was fit. He's doing things to try to have sexual relations with people that are theoretically too young and probably too young to be in the same. Now, can you you watch this movie Mm -hmm. the same? You can't, Devin. You Uh, said you can't because you this is the first time you saw it. Yes. So you can't watch it without thinking of Kevin Spacey and his whole thing. Oh, that sucks no, for you. I, I could. Right, so that, that might sucks. be the difference between everyone else, right? Oh, because I, I was I was talking about this with somebody last night. I'm still mad about House of Cards because I really enjoyed the series. And then that whole thing it came out. It boring before and, he... Well, it, it did, but yeah. it was boring from jump. It really was. It that didn't get any less good. boring. The, season, the first season House was of Cards was groundbreaking for everything that yes. was streaming. It is. We'll go down in history as a thing that... Started streaming shows, yeah, sort of, right? Yeah, yeah, um, there's a it lot is, of shows. It is. So I, I've I never was, seen that show. I'm either. still mad about it's the yeah. fact that you're, it you're got you're it didn't get canceled. They just tried to make it work without him, and he was he was it. He was the glue in that show yeah. to me. Um, and and I, I I'm tossing no shade at anyone else in that show, but he he was it for me. Like he was the the manipulative conniving. Like brilliant politician. You don't think Robin Wright? I've never no, seen Robin the Wright's show. Awesome. I know you've I, never I, seen it. You, yeah. you don't get. But to, I just know Robin uh, Wright is amazing. Princess Bride, Robin Wright. I just know Robin Wright, and I and I know everything she's in. She commands the screen. Um, and I was going to ask. Well, they were amazing together. Yes. Well, they were they, amazing together. And they sort of uh, after he left, they they made her the new main yeah. that person, and which is like sort of I don't know, it's sort of lame to just like. Oh, we don't have this character anymore. We'll just make a new person that be the the char- the same character. It's kind of yeah. boring and 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 easy. It's lazy. Yeah. So anyway, that's not the movie we're talking. That's not what we're no, talking. No, we're talking about American Beauty. But no, watching the movie, I wasn't staring at Kevin Spacey just in disgust. 
Good. Like I, I actually could look at it's it because he's a good actor. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not trying to think of his horrific past and his deeds. I'm what? looking at him from his portrayal of a character. Could he redeem himself? Do you think and come back? No, but in, it may. Or, have, you mean in societal view? I think that I think that he will end up being it, forgiven because he's going to become a yeah. daughtery old man, and everybody's going to be like, oh, you know, like you know, he's he's a different person now. He's changed. Look at him. He's not that way at all. But all those people are good actors. They can pretend to be anything they fucking want. Yep. You know? Incredible. You have to decide whether or not people are still, like, people we hold in such high regard are human still at, at, at their base core. And just, are we able to forgive people for making mistakes right. and doing fucked up shit? Can they learn from yeah. it? Can I always, you I always think people? of it like, if it was can a person in my real life and I, and I bumped into uh, somebody who maybe used to be my friend, who mm-hmm. I found out did all these terrible things. I bump into them again. The type of person I am, I'm not going to go, <laughs> I'm not going to hiss at them. I'll probably have a conversation with them. And then I will, like Devin said, remember that they're a real person who made mistakes. And 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 my instinct will be to go, I don't forgive them for what they did, but I don't hate them as much as I thought I did. Well, in today's society, you're not allowed to mis- make mistakes. We don't do forgiveness anymore. We cancel People. people are in Hollywood, especially come back from doing terrible things all the fucking time. Uh, so, I mean, like some people, I mean, everybody. some people, but, but it just depends on, you That's know, right. I mean, Bill like Cosby's going on tour, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like we're when if a person is considered their merit is considered high enough and they're worth it, they are forgiven by Hollywood, at least enough to uh, still produce. Uh, different well if they make money if they start to make money then it's easy to forgive somebody more than if they are just a problem well think about the point of american beauty is not on any streaming service what does that tell you it's on amazon i mean it's just not so it's uh, you have to pay for it but yeah but so I mean that doesn't really have a lot. Anything I think it does. Uh, and Amazon no. doesn't really count because Amazon still Amazon said I don't give a fuck about the content. Yeah, but show. They, but there's a lot of things because because of what we cover on this show, it's a lot of things that are not even available on Amazon. So it, it uh, BAP it just has everything to do with who owns it and who they have deals with. You know, like uh, American Beauty a few years ago uh, was available. Well, I you think, know, uh, K-Pax was out. Uh, Available on something just now, which is another one of my right. Favorite. So that's what I mean. It um, has nothing yeah. to do with him. It's like different companies produce different movies of his, and some of them are have have deals with Netflix or or HBO or whatever, and they still carry him. So it has nothing to do with well. Sometimes, him. sometimes streaming services will drop shit. They drop like they drop episodes all the time of right. problematic. Right. Episodes. Yeah. 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 But, but I don't, I don't think this is the case with Kevin Spacey. Except for Amazon. Amazon don't give a fuck. Amazon still right. does oh, all them problematic things. But speaking of a mean, we have to uh, download them. She got voted the most American actress ever for the movies. She had American Ooh. beauty, American pie, American virgin, American uh, pie Mina Two, American well. reunion and two episodes of American um, history. American, the, the, American horror story. American horror. Yeah. Oh, so everything's American with it. <laughs> you said something gay. You said, Oh, oh. all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, poor Thor Birch, who was 16 and got topless in this movie 
And this was 20 years ago. Fabulous. We're going to talk about that and more when we come back. We're back, and we're going to talk about poor Thora Birch. Thora Birch was a 16-year-old actress when this movie, when she was filming this movie, and she had to do a topless scene. Now, when I think of topless children, it grosses me out. <laughs> right, it was really You've unnecessary in how they in how they filmed it. All they would have to do is show her fucking shoulders, had a shirt. And then she pulls, and then all of a sudden, she, her sh- shoulders don't have it anymore. And we could have assumed that she was uh, topless in that moment. They didn't have to show it, you know. Like it was an unnecessary thing for the for the narrative or for the quality of the movie. Well, I looked it up uh, actually, and uh, Thor Birch's parents her parents were, signed off on it. Yeah. Yes, her, her parents signed off on, and that's what you have to do when you're that age. Uh, Jack Birch and Carol Connors, but um, they both said that showing her uh, boobs was a important developmental thing. So they wanted her child, but they also that's both so fucked up. It was important for both, whose development? That is the so character's up. development. But the, both the parents, Jack Birch and Carol Connors, also uh, starred in Deep Throat in 1972. Right, there's absolutely no reason for the audience. Yeah, fine. The character can show him her tits. The audience doesn't need to see a 16 year old's tits because that's unnecessary. But that's not how movies work. You can do things that aren't shown on screen and it still happened in the narrative. Okay. So are we going from the equality standpoint of you can show like dudes in a pool at 16 and it's they fine. Hardly show dicks on. No one wants no, to no, see no, a dick. Dick. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I didn't say dicks. I said, if you have a bunch of dudes in a pool that are in high school, if they're not showing, we, should, we, that, we talk about nip, nipple equality here. Uh-huh. Oh, like on TikTok. So you, so you, yeah. so you enjoy, a man's breasts in the same way that you enjoy a woman's breasts. If I was bisexual, that's, that is, sure. No, no, sorry, that's what you're no, implying, that's right? not at all what I'm implying. I'm saying right. what you're saying is it's not okay for a female Devin's to show saying their breasts. Devin's saying free the nipple. But a man right. can, a woman can. Free is exactly under- what you're saying. So, no. Underage or not. It's, it's, it does matter underage. How does that not matter? Because the way we have... She's a child. Yes. So, so we're uh, fucking kids in a pool, like... Uh, like uh, Sandlot. Does your son wear a a, 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 a bra? He does. At, he at wears the pool? a fucking shirt at the pool, and it's weird to me. Is it because does. is it because you you think that it's I've inappropriate? him? Yeah. Into into it is different. Come on, like no, 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 you can't fucking split hairs on that shit. It's either fucking equality or it's not. You can't say, oh, well, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. You either say a boob is a boob, whether it's a man's or a woman's. We're not or, talking about men and women. We're talking about children right now. Ch- yeah. On. Uh, Okay, on screen. And by the way, we're talking about way. a child. That's on a, screen. My That's point, is child. I my think point that is child. The way, I think that because of the way people view women's breasts, that it is not fair or appropriate to have a. I don't care what the fuck her parents said. I don't think it's appropriate because of the way the society views women's breasts. 
as something sexualized. It is not appropriate to have a 16-year-old girl topless in a movie, especially in in the context that that this was. Like so, she so you're saying we shouldn't have anyone below the age of 24 until your brain's fully developed consent to shit? That's not what the law says. Well, speaking, so, of, speaking no, of I'm that, saying what science says. Right. We've had a few episodes. We had uh, Woody they Allen also can't get with the, uh, the, the young girl That's making out. That's probably a smart idea. <laughs> and then we have this in 1999 with a 16-year-old showing her boobs. I didn't do my homework on this, but from 1999 to now 2023... Has anything been written that this can't happen again where a parents can sign off for an underage the, the law, girl? Should, laws aren't necessarily in, is it, can it in a happen? child's uh, – in yeah, I'm sure. Uh, laws are not in a child's favor. No, that's true. It's in it's in them making money. It's and all about the, the law assumes the that the parent is going to make a proper the, moral right. decision based on their right. child. And it's that's not always the, the case. Stands. No, because parents are just as fucked right. up. They're just fucked up people that right. had a kid. And so. also – and also – Oh, yeah. uh, need assholes, money yeah. and are being offered money to exploit their children. Like, yeah, just because you're a parent doesn't mean you, you all of a sudden just gain moral high ground. Would right. you, right. would you, Devin, let your son, if they, if he was going to be in a movie and he's 16 and they're like, we think for artistic purposes, we should show his little dick on screen. <laughs> Jesus. It's <laughs> getting weird. Would you? Look, I, we I, need I, I your consent. I don't agree to sexualizing children like beauty pageants, whatever. I don't, I don't agree with sexualizing children at all. Period. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with that. I agree. With, I don't you almost you almost sound like a like if there's grass on the field, right? Kind of person. Cause like you're saying, like you're saying like, cause you're, cause you're disregarding grass. Cause you're disregarding, you're disregarding her age as being a factor. And it does matter. So so like, you're basically like, it it would be like the people that like, they're just like, Oh, well, you know, like, like once a girl has a period, she's a woman. So there's no difference. Like, of course there's a difference. Cause let me tell you something. Of course there's a difference. You're missing my point on the equality of uh, a boob. That's right. what I'm saying. I, no, I agree with you on the equality of boobs. Do not agree with you that a 16 year old in the Constitution is that that a 16 year old <laughs> should be put in the uh, in the same category as a grown adult. I think that there's a difference. Well, of course, I, I don't I don't think so either. But they also can't consent. The parents have to consent, and that's on them. That's that's the parents' right. decision. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't understand why you're staying. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I agree that the parents are villains in this for the exploiting are the their child. No, I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we are using gender equality when it's fitting for a fucking narrative. It's like you either have a boob as a boob, no matter if it's on a man, woman, or other, otherwise. No, you're not saying. So that's all. I'm. I'm not talking about a woman's boob being offensive. I mean, a 16 year old. If you're watching the fucking Sandlot. And you're watching these fucking uh, young boys playing a fucking pool and they don't uh-huh. have shirts on. Is that in today's viewpoint, is it any different if it was a girl in the pool or not? If it, if it was a. So a, there was a, one a, topless girl with a bunch of topless boys. Yeah. Huh? Based on societal standards now. Is that okay? I think it's exploited. Well, of well the girl. TikTok. Well, then, then it's not gender equality. T- it's TikTok will show boobs if the person identifies as a man. Exactly my point. All right. It's, it's gender All right. equality when it's. I fitting. get it. I get it. So, that's what, so that's what you're against gender equality the way that we do it now. Well, yes, because it's very. 
I'm going to handpick this one, which makes sense to me. That's, well, that's what I want. We're Americans. I think, I think that gotta, nothing uh, is black. You, you, I don't think that you want the world to be black and white. Absolutely not. I don't that's, think that's you do. Everyone but that's what at. you're that's saying the, right now. No, that's not what I'm saying. Is that it should be black and white. I, I'm saying black and white's ridiculous. It's okay to have nuance, Devin. And I know you know that. No, I'm saying the, in this the moment, you're not knowing at that. viewpoints black and white is ridiculous. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so then that is what we're also talking about is that sometimes things that are okay in one circumstance are not okay in another one. And it's okay for the world to be nuanced. And in this nuanced world, her 16 year old self should not have been shown on screen like that. No. And no. I, and I believe she has regretted doing that yeah. now. Like she regrets. I, I would imagine that. that it didn't help her career because it, you know, it, it kind of fizzled out after that. You yeah, know, I don't, I couldn't tell you anything. She, she kind of fizzled out. Yeah. She was she was a prominent child actress, and then this was sort of her last hurrah as she was becoming an adult. You know, yeah, but she never had like a drug addict or anything like that. She a just drug kind of no. Uh, no, she just kind of stopped. <laughs> well, that's usually what happens. Drug addiction. Yeah. Drug addiction. Uh, like Wes Bentley. Uh, he um, uh, well, Ricky, he's Ricky back. Fitz. Um, yeah, he's back for sure. He's, he's back. Ba- in he's a big back. Way. He got clean 2010. And also, right. American yeah. Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> but he would just make movies just to like. Everything he would do, heroin, everything, and then he would pull his shit together, make a movie, and then just like disappear and just use all the drugs. And yeah, it was, it was that's that's what that's why that he did such a great did, job. In he that did movie. do a good job. And uh, a lot of his dialogue was you a little really cringy, see him too much, but uh, but yeah, he but he he did a good and for, uh, and job for acting. that part. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, was it Seth Green audition, however, yeah. he was the first to audition. And with a casting director, when he did the scene with the plastic bag, she finally understood that scene because she read it. She was a casting director. Yeah, she obviously I, uh, read the script. So I remember um, the first time I saw that, I was this movie, I was in art school. And I remember that scene with the plastic bag being like, oh my God, that's awesome. And now as an adult, <laughs> as an adult, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, that's the, the most cliche fake thing of art, you know, like, like it's just so it's well, like it's a rose. It's a it's, rose. The plastic uh, bag is a rose, but it's, it's also, but it's also a complete rip off. Right. Uh, it was only a couple years after, uh, Forrest Gump. It's a complete rip off of the, of the, uh, <laughs> the feather. of the feather, the feather floating the around, but it's yeah. like, but it is, it is the type of thing that like, like while you're, when you're like absorbed in like art school and stuff, uh, you do find, like the tiniest little thing that's like, you know, like, oh, my God, like, look at the detail in that. I mean, I can't believe that this is this exists. And and, uh, and then once you're like removed from that, you're like, I was an idiot. What's the, well, band- realize, yeah. the bandwagon all? It's like, yeah. No, no, all, all, all my 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 peers. No, 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 no. Find I'm talking this is artistically no. amazing. I'm yes, talking, it's great. <laughs> I'm talking about being alone, you're sitting really, on a bench and looking down shit. and seeing yeah. like a, a brick that's like that's like damaged and the other bricks aren't. And you're like, oh my god, look at that! You're like you find <laughs> you find profound yeah. you find profound uh, profound things in well, they make things fun that of are it not in a, a teen movie. Where they make fun of all the teen movies. They made fun of that in they, Family Guy with right. the, the, the bag in the wind. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. It's it's not profound. <laughs> no, it's dumb. <laughs> hey, what's up, Daniel? <laughs> oh no, that's good. I like I like when he's coming. Uh, Ricky Fitz and they they're out in that restaurant, and he says, "Do you party?" 
with uh, Lester, and then they go in the back and they smoke weed. And then they mentioned, uh, they listened, they talked about, have you ever seen that movie, The Reanimator? I instantly had to go see what this movie was. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. I've never seen Reanimator? Uh, no. I own it, no. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah, but that was like a shout out to a movie that's like, and I looked it looked it up, it got 94%. Yeah, Daniel, we, we, uh, we live in a different world than most people. I like that movie. Yeah. Devin, you've seen Reanimator? I have not. Yeah, I, I, how, I'm surprised that you haven't, but I'm not surprised that Bap hasn't. Like, you don't, I love those you're not a horror movies. movie kind of guy, though. What? Huh? You don't know anything about me. That Corey. type of horror movie? <laughs> like, de- like, you don't know like, me. Like that type of horror movie? Uh-uh, bitch. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like cheesy uh, fucking like. You have no like, idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All Jason right. Five, one of my favorites. Um, those are all, those are all way more, uh, I guess, like. Skin Deep. They have this uh, Holocaust and skin deep. You have a Warwick Davis. His name is plates. And all he Uh. does is throw plates at people. (laughs) And they have this other guy. He has like this, a huge hook with like blood all over it for one hand. And he's on a truck and he's fighting somebody. And he just keeps punching the guy in the face with his other arm for no reason. He has a hook on one hand. He would kill him. He can kill him in one slice, but he just keeps punching him in the face. With his other arm. It's, yeah. it's a re- stupid movie. And if yeah. you like hearing about video horror Joe. movies, video we Joe. have a horror movie podcast. Well, I do. I have a horror movie podcast called Blood Rain. Every Monday and Thursday, we have new episodes. Look for it wherever you get your podcast. But we're here talking about problematic things on a problematic podcast. I want to know about... We talked about Thor Birch. I want to talk about Mina Suvari, because they also sexualized the fuck out of her young ass in this movie. Um... And poor Wes Bentley, not sexualized at all. (laughs) That would have made me happy as a young person. I mean, thankfully. He was doing the sexualizing. uh, Well, thankfully now uh, we have whoever that guy is, that Ryan Murphy, that makes American Horror Story, that sexualizes the fuck out of Wes Bentley every season of American Horror Story now. very much. Um, Jesus. Did they do too much to the young women in this movie to sexualize them. Did they go too far? Well, it depends on whose perspective you're looking at it, like sexualizing them too much. So so it makes the audience look at Kevin Spacey, even in a darker light and how gross that is. But I don't think that they made his, his character wasn't unlikable when I watched the movie. He was actually in the beginning, very unlikable, very like reserved, very sheepish. Um, and then he had a lot of character growth as far as like just not giving a well, fuck and just coming into his own and he saying, basically no, I don't care like uh, he, he, do play, he played the part the way that people who like are diagnosed with like a terminal illness. Yeah. Uh, play play roles, you they're know, more true where, self. where like they're just like they're like, I don't give a fuck anymore, which so the the weird uh, irony is not the right word. It's maybe like bad filmmaking in a way is that he decided to act like he was about to die and then he was actually about to die and he was also narrating his own death. So like, I mean, none of it makes sense. Like, cause he did play it as if he knew that, that he was about to get shot and killed. Well, it, if it makes, which you would not have known if it makes more sense. If you read the original, so I was a nerd like a big movie nerd when I was little. And you also you? were obsessed with this movie. Still still obsessed with this movie. Still a movie nerd. Have two podcasts about movies. Um, I read the script, the original script, and basically he's narrating his life as from heaven as a dead person is what the movie is. Well, that's lame. 
Like that's why that's they took that's, that's why they took exactly. it exactly. That's why that's what it doesn't add. None of that adds to this movie, but it does help just straight up tell you what is going on. You know, like you know, like like there's no questions. Like, oh, I wonder what like the motivation was. Like he says it through dialogue. Uh, his voiceover says uh, how he was feeling in in moments. You know, so you don't have to like worry about what the uh, subtext is. He just says it. From heaven, apparently. From heaven. Oh, God. Well, because he's watching... The original story was uh, Ricky and Jane get a, convicted of his murder. Um, the dad. Oh. Because when they were doing the video camera stuff and he was like... <gasps> and then what? she said... And then he They're going like, to look at that camera. They're going to see him dead. And I he said, think do, of you, that. do you want me to kill him for you? And then Jane was like, yeah, would you? Uh, the colonel... Hating his son, thinking his son is gay, and then being rejected by Kevin Spacey's character, kills Kevin Spacey's character, finds the video, gives the video to the police. So those two That's get beautiful. arrested. Yeah. That's, and then I can't believe I didn't think of that. And Carolyn's That's, life falls apart. Poor Carolyn. Fucker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, that guy did. She got the kingly uh, not knowing yeah. all that. Like, I mean, I did I, I I had like, you know, an issue with how they start the movie, like just like sort of that red herring of like, you know, like, oh, do you want me to kill him? You know, almost like making the movie seem more sinister than it ended up being, you know, like 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 he's like this badass who who offers to kill her dad and uh, which is not at all what he is or what the movie is. But I guess they were trying to set up that storyline, but they, well, they still left it in the movie. Alan so it doesn't Ball, really make sense in the movie that we got that they would start it off with that uh, right. moment. Alan Ball right. said he took it out because he didn't want anyone to think that this was like primal fear or whatever with Edward Norton. Or but whatever. he still made it seem that way from the beginning. Right. Right. Do, do y'all remember in the theaters when this came out, um, when, whenever he got shot, we were wondering, it is either. it, we were like 50, 50. We're like, was it the gay lover or where did she come back? Cause she had the gun. Yeah, exactly. She was like having a breakdown and we we're like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, it was uh, the gay uh, Colonel. That's right. Yeah. Gay guys could do stuff too. We can murder people. And the, yeah, the cops would, uh, the cops would look at that and be like, why would this man across the street? Like that makes no sense. Oh, here's the videotape of the daughter saying that, She'll kill. Uh, yeah. So it makes perfect sense, you know. Well, I think back to what I was saying that they definitely oversexualized both of the girls in this movie, right? And Do I you, don't think. I think it was. I think it calls back to the time because wasn't that still like wasn't Britney Spears like? Yeah, like 14 and yeah. Late 90s, people yeah. were like sexualizing her. Yep. Christina Aguilera was like 16 Same and bang. she and she had a song called Genie in a Bottle about rub it the right way. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hit me baby one more time. Come on now. But, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were we were what? I think teenagers it, at that point, yeah. so we really didn't. I think she's one year older than right, us. Right, it was over Look our at heads. It was over our heads an, as far as like song. what it was uh Implying to the to the middle aged men of the world. Wait, this isn't metal. <laughs> Listen to this crap. Yeah, that, it didn't go past the annoying pop song. You never heard a metal version of "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." It came out way later. <laughs> I like how it was that Mina Savari. Uh, they originally looked for that uh, that hot girl from uh, Seventh Heaven. Uh, 
What's her name? She was in Blade 3. Jessica Biel? Jessica Biel. Uh, wait, is it Jessica, Jessica Biel in Biel. Seventh Heaven? Wasn't, that was her, right? She was in Blade. Jessica Biel Timberlake? Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Wait, in Seventh Heaven, this is a little offshoot, but there's a TikTok of this guy who makes fun of Seventh Heaven uh, episodes, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a horrible, like, cringy. It's, it's cringe talk. Oh, you, you might know? like this, uh, uh, Daniel, because you like uh, drama. Uh, one time, a, a paparazzi <laughs> friend of mine... Uh, I, you I was, have a friend I was like, who's a paparazzi? Multiple, yeah. And uh, and uh, and he uh, paparazzo, and he uh, and Justin Timberlake was hanging out at a bar across from one of them that I was managing, and uh, and I got him. I told him, hey, he's over there, and he snuck up into our in our bar, and and was photographing him cavorting with his co-star, and uh, ended up making the tabloids and stuff. That's fabulous. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy that none Apparently of really uh, hurt um, Jessica Biel's marriage. <laughs> Good job, asshole. <laughs> Oops. They're still together. Yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have to be for whatever, you know, like, it just helps careers to stay together. In that, <laughs> for in that for appearances. Yeah, and in Hollywood, it's a little different. Uh, just well, like in the movie. But I, I, had, I had heard that he's allowed to kind of do whatever he wants. Well, he's Justin goddamn Timberlake. And yeah. Um, well, I have stories about him, but I don't have time for that because we're talking about American beauty. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Alan Ball and could this movie be made today? So stick around and we'll be back. Let's just go. We're back. Let's do this live. Fuck it. Let's do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. We're doing it live. <laughs> Speaking of canceled. Jesus. Um, I know we're going to talk about if this movie could be made today, but before we get into that, does anybody else have anything problematic with this film that they want to get off? Or just chest? interesting. I mean, like, or it doesn't have to be a problem. I mean, right. uh, yeah, no, uh, I like, I, I do, um, like, you know, like, in defense of Lester's character, I mean, like, like, so there's a few points in the dialogue that that make it show how how terrible his life has been with his wife. I mean, like, so in the beginning, she's a nightmare. She's she's in a uh, she's driving. She has to drive him to work. He does end up saying that he got his full year of uh, of pay, which was sixty grand. So in ninety nine, that's not that bad. Right. So he's not allowed to keep his money, apparently, or or like he couldn't even buy his own car. And then um, and when he threatens to get a divorce, she's like, um, you know, she's like, oh, you can't do that. And he's like, well, guess what? You know, like the law says that I'm going to get half of your money. Right. It's her money, not their money, her money. So like she keeps him. In a box, he you can't know? buy that car, but she has to pay it for a two thousand dollar couch that they can't even have sex on, because right? It's too nice. I think it was more than that, right? It was like four thousand. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, four thousand. That was couch. four thousand, right? Yeah, and 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 he and like he had a beer hovering around it, and she completely just like fucking brick walls him and remember what he i'm on team carolyn because if you spill a beer on my four thousand dollar couch i'm pissed but it's because you would have a four thousand dollar couch right i mean devin probably would but uh 
you, you're a man of, of fine tastes. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I don't know if I should take that as an insult. Or you are. A you're a man of fine tastes. You like nice things. I do, because uh, I like to buy a bunch of stuff because it keeps breaking. <laughs> it's kind of speaks to my laziness. I don't know if laziness. that's how couches work, but okay. Well, uh, have you ever bought a couch from like big lots and shit? Especially well, when I mean, kid I mean, lasts like five months. The difference between uh, two grand and four grand uh, is probably not that much quality. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Oh no! But yeah, the Carolyn. It, it was like horrible. fucking like a uh, uh, Corinthian fucking uh, le- silk or whatever it was French uh, silk. It is Corinthian silk. So yeah, I mean, so I don't it think it's that not that, just a couch. So that's not right. a better quality uh, upholstery is silk. That's the worst upholstery for a, a right. couch. All right, so that's not what this <laughs> this is about is the quality of couch, but uh, but just like how how uh, how horribly she controlled him. And didn't allow him to be a person, which made him break out of the shell in such a fucking bizarre, cartoonish way. You know, like he didn't he didn't just decide to to live his own life. He did it in a way that does resemble a person who uh, who found out that they have a terminal illness or about to die. You know, like he did it to an, an extent, insane extent. Wasn't he already dead on the inside? In the beginning of the yeah, movie, he says he was He's already right. dead. Yeah. Right, I, I, I mean that's not what I'm. I know that's I neither like here nor he, there. <laughs> Thank you. I like when he got into that. the car. He got into the back seat, all like right. Like, that's what I mean. Is yeah. is like she puts him in the fucking back seat, like a like like less than a child, like the family dog. And he treats his yeah. and she treats her daughter like an employee. Right, and then he says right. that under his breath she at the treats table. The world like and then she's like, "What? <laughs> she is trying <laughs> what to project yeah. an image oh, guys, of Daniel's success? Daniel's trying to talk. Let him talk. Sorry, sir. No, I was saying she's trying to project an image of success. I don't understand what the at problem times, with her is at all times. In my notes, turn it off. in my right. notes, I didn't think that you were gonna have a problem with her. Yeah, I I don't have a problem. I love yeah. I love Carolyn. Yeah, she's a soul sucker. I'm sorry. I don't she find her soul sucking. Scares the shit out of me. She's horrible. She is a stereotypical Karen. Her, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, her haircut is that perfect Karen. Yes. She is. Yeah. She might have created this might go Karen. To, to this our, might be our the experiences of, in the world. Of Karen. Could have been. With a hair. She did the Karen so perfect. And yeah. now it Karen. No, I, think, that I, think term, that, I think that our, our opinions are, you know, are reflective of our experiences in life. Uh, but and yours are also right. Uh, but I don't know. I was raised to be more apologetic, and she is the least apologetic person on earth. Apologize Nightmare. for what? Apologize for what? What did she do? Exactly? Me, it doesn't me mean that I'm not saying that I'm right. I was just raised to be apologetic in general. <laughs> I mean, Man. maybe it's because I don't like to apologize to people. Um, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> what? What do I have to apologize for? Oh, probably everything that comes out of your mouth. She makes people feel bad, and she doesn't care. If I make people feel bad, I feel bad about it, and and I immediately have regret. Who did she make feel bad? Her husband, who went and spent all, who quit his job without having a conversation uh-huh. with her, who bought a car without having a conversation with her. I guarantee you, she worked after twenty years of being married and not doing those things because he wasn't allowed to. Because just talk to her. She probably would be. Why do you want a new car? Just have a conversation with so me. She, Why did you quit your job? Just have a conversation so with me. So she shits on him like, emotionally. Are you and then really you saying him? this right now? Just like she no. told her daughter when her daughter was like, 
could we listen to different music? And she was like, yes, we can. When you decide you want to cook dinner, yeah, you could play whatever fucking music you want. But if I'm cooking dinner, I'm listening to goddamn Beethoven. I, I support that, actually. Oh, speak, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, whenever he threw that, that whoever uh, makes the food should be able to make every decision in that person's life. Uh, the music, yeah. If I'm, if I'm oh, cooking, just that part. If I'm cooking in the kitchen, just that part. And I, let, let's play uh, Baby Shark. I'm like, uh, maybe later. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm in the zone right now. Uh, okay, that's it. No, but whenever, whenever he kept, she's just creating. Yeah. Uh, she's creating like this. This which in her mind is the perfect world. And no one else is allowed to have their own perfect world. This has to be her way. But it's her projecting an image of success. It's what she she and the other real estate guy were talking about. That's right. why they're it's a much sick. better match. It's weird. It's a strange sickness. They're 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 fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the hypocrisy of it too. It's like she wants to create this perfect family it's image. It's literally fake it till you make it. That's no, what she's no, she, doing. She wants to create this perfect family image of having everything organized, everything in its box. But by doing so, you put your husband in a box and you get no emotional reaction from him because you forced him into that box. She and then she's mad him. about right. the fact that she, right that he's that, not there for. That emotionally. She created this fucking shell of a man. How dare you? Right. Be like how I made you to be. Right, exactly. It's ridiculous. Exactly. What do you what what are you even yeah. talking about? She let him do all his shit. What? Do what, what? shit? After Name he, one he thing that she let him do. They okay. okay. She, Without permission. Yeah, uh, after you said that. What 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 exactly did uh um he do? Literally quit his job. He literally She didn't quit let his, him, he just did it. Okay, yeah. keep going. Yeah. She, he, without permission, remember? Um so yeah. Didn't let him. That means without permission, same thing. You said to name things that she did that he did without her permission. No, she that he allowed bought, him to do. No, you have to use your imagination for what the past life was. So there was no examples. Right. The only example so this that is the we're aftermath seeing is him breaking of out. years and years of being constrained. You have to use your imagination of. Then how why didn't he talk to her about all of his problems? Before? He even said that like like she won't talk to him. She does not. Ha- she has no interest she, in on having the, on these that conversations. Couch, she tried to like really have a like a eye-to-eye, like, serious, deep conversation about the couch meaning nothing, let's live life, like... Right. It, and, and, it, she, and she didn't understand that, because that's not who she because is. Because that's not... That's... It was because a she was fucking $4,000 couch! Right. And it also sounds no. like he's trying to win an argument. He's not trying to win an argument. He's trying to... Rekindle. But trying in her to, mind, to let her to show that, yeah, that, yeah. We're, that we're on the... That we could be on the same page. We could be on the same team. And she didn't want to be on the same team. No, because she was already on somebody else's team. Right. Oh, and then and then the audacity I for see her why to say uh, what'd she say? What did she say when he said about secrets or something? She was like, "Oh, I got my own secrets, buddy boy." Like, yeah, you're a dumb whore and you're cheating on your wife. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, with Buddy King. Um, yeah, Jesus. Uh, oh, yeah, that I, actor, I have I have, yeah. I have no sympathy for uh, for those characters. They're 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 fake. Like you know, and like you said, it, the movie. And and I guess like Daniel, you kind of agree with it, uh, but but like the whole fake it till you make it thing, they literally talk about it and they say, and that makes me kind of grossed out, right? Okay, uh, but like, the way I, I grew up, I is don't like agree that. with. It. Yeah, so so like I was never taught to be that way, right? So I'm not that kind of person, right? I just like whatever, whatever I am, that's what you see. I grew up with your clothes are ironed, your hair is cut, yeah. you look nice. Blah 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 blah. This is the image. Pretend to not be gay. 
These are the <laughs> do whatever. These are this is the image that we are portraying to the people. Right. And the worst thing is to look bad for yeah. the public. Oh, yes. I like, went through that too. Yeah, that's how I grew up. So I understand. Maybe that's the thing. I understand her. Yeah, I understand how because that's I mean, how I, I was. My, I was the same. That's but, how I mean, my mom was. My my dad used to you know make sure that he was perfect. His his appearance was perfect. If he was by chance put in duty of getting us ready for school, it took us forever to get ready because he would make sure that we were perfectly put together. Uh, our my hair would be done to, to his his mm. uh specifications and stuff be styled and uh so i mean i i get that but uh but i think that there's a difference between making sure that you don't look sloppy and uh and controlling every single other person in your life to make sure that they don't make you look bad because that's what she was doing she was making them miserable so that she could look better well she, she also couldn't turn it off the persona she was trying right. to. Uh, so that's why she's not. She faking turned it, it off when she got banged the shit out she, of her. She's not faking it. She is a, a a controlling, manipulative person. She's not faking it till she makes it. She just wants everyone else to 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 fall in to, line to think that that's a good thing. Is for her to be that person. Eggshells and miracle grow. <laughs> well, I love that dinner table scene. Whenever he said, "Pass the asparagus," you know, "Pass." Would you please pass the asparagus? You know. Would someone pass the asparagus and then right. that the on the uh, script he was supposed to throw it on the floor and he throws it and he breaks like the thing on the wall. Acting. So the, the uh, actors were really um, shocked. Uh, Annette Benning and uh, Thor Birch yeah. or whatever were really like, "What? What? The, what did he just do?" But uh, but that kind of reminds me of my dad in a way. My dad, whenever he wanted to make a point, there would be like an outburst and it would, it would be calm, and then there Your would be like, "Your dad would throw plates against the wall." Yeah. Uh, no, I think when someone brought some cheese, um, he flipped, he flipped the table or something. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know, but I, I miss my dad. Dad's, yeah, yeah uh, dads are strange. Um, they they bottle up their emotions and it comes out in the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it, it was it was a great memory of him. That's something he used to do. But um, yeah. But uh, wait, is know. it like a mutual distaste of cheese? Of for the family, we're the no cheese family. What? Uh, yes. Is it like everyone in your family? Uh, are y'all lactose intolerant? No, but it's easier to say that. Um, but you're not. Maybe like, y'all aren't. We don't like the smell of feet in, in our mouth. Like if it smells like feet as it's coming to your mouth, yeah, then just put it away. Just you think, you think that's uh, <laughs> genetic, or do you think you were kind of like it's raised genetic. that way? Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously genetic. So this, well, she, both cheese, of your parents no. were that way. Cheese is rotting. Both of your parents were that way. Yes, their whole uh, lives. Yes. Oh, yeah, wow. but but you you find it's, a way to eat fucking pizza, yeah, it's which com- it's, it's complex. A, Mozzarella is not a doesn't smell like a foot. Neither is goat cheese. Do you goat cheese? Goat cheese sounds like a foot. See, uh, right. <laughs> so, so, so that, and, and so, thank you, Devin. That it is probably not genetic. It's kind of a texture if thing. Smells slash, like rotting. Right, so, yeah. in our brains, that's a nurture anything thing. That are, is yeah. a bad smell. They were, they were taught to, to not like that. Just some, like, just like right, how Devin right. was taught to not. I'm so about eggs, to say that you're not supposed to, not to play like with rotten people. eggs. You're not <laughs> that's well, God damn. <laughs> I was like, all right. That's well, not, uh, I will, I will backtrack from that. He, all right, I'm Devin's family is not racist. <laughs> I was just. Another. But, 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 but it's the same way that, you know, like people can be raised to not like certain things. And it doesn't mean that they're genetically predisposed to not like other races. They were raised that way. Okay. Everyone's yeah. racist. 
in some way. How do we go from racist to cheese? For cheese to you're, cheese you're a cheese racist. But that's what you are. Because that's what you are. Right? Cheese. You, you can't you stand. Other, other races of cheese. It's all you're about good smell. With. Wait, I'm wait, a man of the nose. Wait, mozzarella is what color? Ooh, cheese colored. <laughs> <laughs> is white, bro. She's white. <laughs> oh, y'all are into that. Black He's a big cheese. fan of white cheese. <laughs> colored no colored, cheese no colored cheese for bath. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> Blue this, cheese is this, the uh, this, this went off the rails, rails yeah. quick. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! Cheese and rice. Are we almost well, done? I want to know <laughs> what is happening. I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> well, if you're done talking about racist cheese, this is what happens when we don't have enough content to do. <laughs> if you're done talking about racist cheese. I want to know, would this movie still win the five Academy Awards that it won back in the day, and could it be made today? Okay. No. Well, no. everything about this movie could be made today, except that it, it's a little bit not uh, is relevant. Like, this is all, like, pre-9-11. Like, the world was much, like, middle class was different than it than it was just a couple years after People this movie got made. People still liked America. Uh, after 9-11, right, people. Right, I mean, like, there's uh, nothing the political in this movie at like all. America. Yeah. After 9-11, there would have been a something political thrown into a movie like this, you know? And, um, you know, like, the politics that they didn't like was, was gay politics as opposed to uh, nationalism, you know? And, and I think things changed after 9-11 in that way. Oh, Colonel um, Fitz definitely would have been a January 6th insurrection. Right, 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 right. And, and, and nothing, nothing nationalist really comes out of him, uh, you know? And... Um, but that said, uh, the main thing is, is like, I mean, like Thor Birch, like that couldn't, that, that should not girl. have, that shouldn't have happened. And, and I, I don't think that, uh, they would do that now. Maybe, maybe legally, I don't know if legally they can anymore, if the laws have changed as far as that, but, uh, it shouldn't have. And I don't think it would now as far a 16 year old, uh, just full frontal, just doing that. I don't think so. Well, this is America too, and we're very serious about that. I was yeah. just looking at a map of uh, demographics of Europe and the age of consent. There's plenty of them that are 14 years old. Right, right. And it's, it and doesn't it's, mean it's right. And it's it all just about art. Because like over what there. Devin said earlier is true. That I mean, like the brain isn't isn't really done uh, developing until about 24 to 26. So you shouldn't have sex until 24. Well, and then so like so 14 is really far away from that. You know. Every year that you get closer, you're slightly more developed. Uh, and so, like, 14, you're not even kind of close. No. No. And I, I went to the 16, Netherlands. You ever talk to a 16-year-old? They're fucking children, you know? Like, they're children. Yeah. I went to the Netherlands, and I went to a nude beach, and uh, everyone was just completely naked. And it was yeah, men, women, children. We very repressed. We're repressed. Uh, we're Americans. Look on nudity. Right. Right. Because Pure, of religion. Right. right. And so, even though that most Japanese of us are atheists, houses. are most of us are most of us atheists here? Yeah. Are well, we still no? no Daniel? No. no. What? I don't know. I'm agnostic. Wait, what? Agnostic? Whatever. It means I'm it Christian. Means I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm Christian. Okay. Um. Well, it's still in our blood. I know? like Jesus. That's fine. Jesus. Jesus equates to let's not see uh, young children's boobies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm all for not seeing sixteen-year-old boobs. I, I'm not Jesus was about, about that, having yeah. children exploited in any way. That's that's where I'm going to go with yeah, that. It's America. But, it's America. But, but, but like you yeah. said, different countries have different outlooks on 
yeah. nudity. So, like Japanese bathhouses, nude beaches. No one, no one gives a shit. We make yeah. it a, such this huge deal. Like, yeah. yeah. Either way, right. no sexualizing children. So. Right. I'm glad you cleared that up. That is a good clear. Thank up. you for backtracking you. on that one. <laughs> so backtracking. Backtracking. No. Backtracking. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Could this movie, if this movie was made today, would it be as revered as it was back when it came out? I think this movie, everyone, I, I downloaded this on my brother's uh, Amazon account, so I'm excited for him to have his, uh, yeah, some uh, high school kids, um, like them to see it. I think everything is perfect with how it, things are now. I guess you got to throw away like all the phones. Like, so a kid be watching this and be like, where, where's all the phones? But I don't know. Everything is pretty much the same as far as like the, the guy that's crashing the, the emo. So Jane is the emo girl. Yeah. Um, we still have emo uh, kids. Um, Ricky uh-huh. Fitz is emo or something. Um, this is weird. Uh, he, he was dressed kid. like a, someone said like, wait, what someone made fun of him? Why is he dressed like a, uh, Oh, like it? a, a, a door to door, uh, uh, was it the uh, a Bible salesman? Yeah, Bible Why salesman. is he dressed like a Bible, Bible salesman? Yeah. So he was a different type of emo, maybe. But um, yeah, so all the elements that are in this uh, movie. I think, I think are so, still... like, uh, uh, so here I wrote this quote down about how uh, about how not deep some of the dialogue is in this movie, but like, but it is what kids in high school think is deep, right? Mm. Uh, so Ricky says. Sometimes there's so much beauty in the world. I feel like I can't take it, and my heart is just gonna cave in. Or explode, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, uh, like it's just so cheesy. Not yeah. really deep, but it's what people who don't know what things are like think is. Deep. But it's not just what he said; it's how he said it. It's his what, brooding. He, he was like brooding while brooding, he said his it. His eyes were closed yeah. because he just couldn't take. It. And for that reason, <laughs> I think that this movie should not be made like that with that kind of dialogue. Uh, I think that I don't think that we're past it. I think that people are dumber now than they were probably in 99. They're like it's 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 a pretty quick escalation of how because of like, you know, the Internet and phones like we our attention span has gotten so bad that unless like things are blowing up on screen for two and a half hours, it's hard for people to sit through it. Right. You know, uh, but, uh, but I, but I do think that, you know, uh, an art film can be more nuanced and weird than this right now. And, uh, and people accept that, that like, it's just, it's the exposition is just so on the nose in this movie, you know, like from, the actual dialogue to his voiceover, it tells you everything, and uh, and I think we've moved moved on past that. But it is why the movie probably did so good, you know, to a wide audience. Is because everyone was able to understand it. Everyone loved that movie. Beth, yeah. do you think this movie could be made today? Yes. Um, of course, everyone's going to have phones, you know, and you can't make a movie. I like that they had a Star sixty nine reference in uh, in this movie. What's that? He, for he, younger viewers? Yeah, for younger viewers, I would love them to see the Star 69. Well, I don't even like, know what that is. They're like, right. huh? Yeah. It's, it's, it was bef- right before, um, what did it call her ID? 
Is that how you get your T-Mobile bill or something? Is that, yeah. I thought it was a sexual thing now. Is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so a kid watching this movie. Uh, yeah, so like he had a camera, which was really expensive, you know, because he had all that drug money and had all these videos that he made. Like a kid now would be like thousand dollars for weed, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, that that the, that's what right. So the only people that it's because it, it's not because it's worth that. It's because that he realized that uh, middle aged men don't know how much weed is supposed to cost. Yeah. <laughs> <What> no, <laughs> He's just it, like he could have said any number, and and Lester would have been like, sounds reasonable to me. I don't know. Well, back then, I remember G13 was a very serious thing, and it was a government weed. And uh, now, so that was 1999, as time went all the way to— Oh, yeah, G13, it was impossible to get your hands on. It was very closely guarded, you know, and— Well, you know, good weed was hard to get back then, but um, but as time went on, G13 is like nothing now. You can get that for, like, whatever. But 1999, it was very hard to get your hands on. But yeah, like Matt said, uh, yeah, he was kind of uh, screwing a, man, a guy who has money that doesn't know what things cost. Um, or Devin, maybe not. I don't know. $2,000 weed man. <laughs> um, man of fine taste. And that's before inflation. You, All this inflation we this had. this movie could be made today and would it be as applauded? Uh, it could be made today and definitely not be applauded like it was back in the day. I think also it had a lot to do with marketing. Not necessarily that the oh, movie they, yeah, was they, great. They, they did they a really great job. Yeah. DreamWorks. Movie. DreamWorks. Yes. So I didn't see this movie Let's when it first came that. out, but I remembered this movie. It was everywhere. Yes. They marketed it so hard. So was it good or was it just marketed very well and it did well at the box office? It well, won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Right. It, won, it won everything. It right. won five Best Writer, uh, Best Director. I, so best... I'm, I'm, uh, uh, forgive me, guys. I did not write down. Uh, all the movies that came out, but its closest contender, right? It was a bad, it was a bad year for movies. Apparently, was Cider House Rules, what? right? Like that was the next closest <laughs> contender. Oh wow! It was a weak year. So I mean, like you know, maybe in other years this movie might not have even come close. But uh, Cider House Rules, well, it was Cider was House the next Rules, closest. And as good as it gets with Jack Nicholson, no, as good as it gets did win. Uh, be- he won uh, Best Actor. Did so he? it couldn't have been the same year. I thought it was the same year. They both won Best Actor. Kevin They're Spacey so won Best Actor. Yes. Oh yeah, that, I know he did that. So it and an bidding one. So I'm going to say 98 was as good as it gets. When uh, nine, May of 1999, Kevin Spacey got voted uh, Best Actor uh, of the Decade by Empire Magazine. I would, I would say. Yeah, that was his second that Oscar. It was his second Oscar. Yeah, he was he he fucking uh, came to form. And I would say this movie can't be made today just because justice for Thor Birch. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Her parents actually thought that she was going to be a man. Her parents were in deep throat. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> what, what, what was deep throat? It was um, a porn movie with Linda it. Lovelace. Okay. It was, it was like the first, it was, it was the first stream. It's not the first porn. Major motion picture. Um, that was a porn. She yeah. had her it, clitoris was in the back of her throat. Oh, well, that's not. Are you true, just? Yeah. It, are you full of shit? It, oh, in the in no. the in the uh, yeah. in, in, in the, the narrative. In the narrative. The narrative, the narrative that they like wrote. In the movie, her that's clit was the, like her little thing that, that 
Uvula or what? What is it? Uh, what's that thing? That's it's uvula, I think. Yeah, but the uh, the tonsils. All right, I have a question. Well, Has anybody at this table actually seen no. that movie? Should we? No, right? I Should we for the podcast? Uh, I mean, no one's actually seen like for as culturally yeah, relevant I, as it was. Like, uh, I, I've like gone out of my way to see like every cultural relevant movie ever made. You know, like like I went through a span where I was just like, I have to see everything. It's, you know, and never so once deep thought that time. I should watch that movie. <laughs> Did you well, watch Caligula? I mean, we're all gonna go. Uh, I've seen parts of Caligula. It's not a good. Movie. We're no, all not. gonna go and watch Deep Throat because that's our homework now. And until next time, everybody, have a great day. Do you have something to say, Matt? Have a great day and a good night before this goes any further off the rails. <laughs> <laughs>